Are we ready to go? I, mean, I don't know what to do. I'm not having to work the board or anything. Jeez. It's hard for me just to jump in and start. Let me let me uh, start this real quick. And okay. We're going to do some live? Yeah. I'm Sweet. Live on Instagram. What's up, Instagram? So we got uh, Marty here, or Shelton and Marty here from, uh, well, Marty's from Talking Lead, and uh, we're, we're recording a podcast. This podcast will air on the, uh, the 15th. Uh, I'm just going to do a bit of it live here. And uh, just uh, to let you guys know, first off, if you're not podcast listener, if you're not subscribed to, to them, you should be. Talking lead, baby. Talking lead. Talking lead, iTunes, and. Um, iHeartRadio, Heart, Stitcher, any of the podcasts. So, so if, you, if you're a gun dude and you listen to stuff, Marty's a, is an alumnus. He's a good friend. Um, and we've watched this show. I've watched this show uh, go from a very humble Beginning uh, with a lot of hard work from from Marty, uh, uh, he's grown it into a really really nice, uh, reputable, well known pocket. No, dude, I was, appreciate that. Man. I, I like to I like to tell people I was I was I was like, I was like their first fucking guy on the pocket. I, yeah, but like, you were. Well, you're one of the first, absolutely. But uh, no, it's, six it's, and a half years we've been doing it. Yeah, and um, and uh, I, I got this this thing. Uh, Marty brought this thing uh, from Pioneer Arms, and he was wanting me to check it out. It's made in Poland. He says they're original patent holders of the AK. I don't know about any of that stuff, but it's a clean-looking little gun, Pioneer Arms. Uh, they have the original patents to I don't, to be able to produce I don't, whatever. I they don't, hold them. I, I get listen. I mean, nothing against you. I don't give a shit. Like either the gun works or it doesn't. It's in my hand or it's not. You know? Right. Uh, but it, it's a good-looking gun. Um, I, if you guys familiar with like Arsenal, it looks. If, you, if you'd have just handed me this gun, I thought I would have thought it was an Arsenal gun. But it looks really nice, really clean. The rivets are clean. All the parts inside look sharp. Just uh, and um, and then it, it came with a U.S. Palm magazine. The Rob that that owned u.s palm is a good guy but uh actually it doesn't come with that magazine okay well so so <laughs> but that's uh, a good magazine okay well here's the thing about this magazine great magazine the problem i had with them is you couldn't take them apart to clean them and when i told rob that he said why would you do that i'm like well we mud and, well, the, he's in the desert uh that's perfect yeah uh, you want to uh, clean that shit and uh but we, you know we got mud back here east and so great mag but i that, that was always the killer for me is you couldn't take it apart to clean it but but great but a functional magazine. Uh, I actually got that with a KUSA AK. That I, magazine. I, I don't. Okay. Are we going to start this thing or are we already started? <laughs> we already started. Okay. Man, you got to show some interest in my in my topics. Man, come on. What? No, what? We haven't even got started yet. We're starting. You're recording, right? Record yeah, this shit. I didn't. <laughs> this is the AK Corner Part Six, guys, or Part Nine. Shit. We're doing a 12-part series, and we're giving away 12 of those AKs. James just showed you uh, over this way a little bit. Right there. Uh, so this will be the ninth one, and then we'll have, what, three more after that to give away? You're good at that math stuff. So uh, tune in to the Talking Late podcast, and you could possibly be a recipient of one of these Pioneer Arms Corps AKs. All right. Talking Lead, Talking Talking Lead. I, I put that as the title of the broadcast too, Talking Lead Podcast. Talking Lead Podcast. So hopefully they'll they can catch on to that. They'll sort that out. <laughs> it's pretty easy to do. So, James. Yes. Like I was saying, this is a twelve-part series, the AK Corner. 
this is my journey, my personal journey into learning more about the AK-47. I thought, what a, what a better way to do it than to bring my listeners along with me on this. So that uh, started, and we're in part nine now, and uh, we're having James Yeager on, ladies well, and gentlemen. Well, thank you for inviting Tactical me. Tactical response. Thank you for inviting me. And, um, it, you know, we were just talking a minute ago, and I said I, I can talk for a long time about how the AK has found a home in the United States, if you'd like to kind of hear my version of this. Yeah, so let's let's hear that. So how did it how did it get to America? So I started teaching in nineteen ninety four. I actually formed a business in nineteen ninety six. So from nineteen ninety six to two thousand and two, I maybe had a handful of AKs come through class. And when they did, it was like, oh, you brought a commie gun, commie, 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 this, commie, that, commie, commie, commie. Like the dudes that brought them, I, I felt sorry for them because of the other, <laughs> the other, the other everybody's picking on them. Yeah, just picking on them relentlessly. And then, and then the world changed in uh, 2002 when the cover of a magazine had a muscled, bearded, tattooed, former SF dude in uh, Baghdad holding an AK. He was a civilian contractor. Yeah. And it kind of, people, it just kind of blew people's perception of what, what what is a civilian contractor? Is it a mercenary? But from that point forward, the AK became the cool kid gun because you, if you're going to sandbox to do sandy stuff, you had to run an AK. You had to know how to run an AK. And it has literally exploded since then um and i mean it's and that's a short time we'll talk 17 years ago but like as more advancements have been made in ak's in the last 17 than for ar-15s and uh so it's been it's been a wild ride and and so again um for near 10 years i had a handful of ak's now um it's funny because we'll get a class and most of the classes are a mix of ak's Mm -hmm. and ars and throwing an occasional other gun but um every once in a while we'll have a class that's all ar-15s or all ak's just uh, the way the dice roll uh but uh but you know, back in the day, trying to the, the first the first real real thing you could buy for an AK was the Ultimac rail. So everybody everybody got an Ultimac rail. Right, it's like their the gun. only accessory available, right? Yeah, and and they work great. You know, and like Americans, we're always wanting to change stuff. Yeah, got to got to can't take it for what it's worth. Right, you know, got to customize it. And uh, but anyway, just watching the popularity of the gun grow has, has been has been fantastic. And um, again, like the classes, you know, the undisputed champion was a AR-15, and while the AR-15 is still the champion in America, man, there's a lot of AKs in class too. There are, and you're seeing that probably more in what the past five years, really. I it, it you know it ebbs and flows, but certainly th- there's been you know constant gains since the early 2000s when those you know first pictures come out of contractors with with AKs right. and stuff. Now, for our listeners who aren't familiar with James, James runs Tactical Response, the training outfit here in Camden, Tennessee. And uh, they they do all kinds of firearms training. They do fitness. They do. Uh, are, you, are you into food now too? Are you doing? <laughs> doing <laughs> you, do, you doing dietary <laughs> no, classes? No, too but now? I, do, but, I do motorcycle stuff though. Do you really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Hell's yeah, that's awesome. Uh, but check them out tacticalresponse.com. We were talking about how the the AK got here. Now, do you run courses just for the AK as well? Training <laughs> no, courses? No, no, and I think those are really like unnecessary right um, I, my class is called fighting rifle and again since the 90s 
if you showed up with a with a gun, a rifle, I showed you how to fight with it. And that, and that includes, I've had lever guns in class. And <laughs> you, you really, know. yeah, yeah, people brought lever guns. Yeah, that's well, I mean, that's cool. I mean, there in the nineties, there's a, there were a lot of departments out west that issued uh, lever guns. The marshals. Yeah, there was a bunch of them. Marshals. That, 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 that was their that was their gun. Uh, but no, I mean, people brought MP5s to class, and no, I don't care. See that? Yeah. yeah, I don't. No, I don't have a class four AKs. Just like I don't have a class. There's not a specific way to train for an AK versus any other kind of rifle. It's well, I mean, fundamentals if, if, if are we, fundamentals. If, if we look at a microscope of it, yeah, you run the charging handle differently. But big picture is cover is still cover. You know, movement is still movement. You know, hitting a headshot still hitting a headshot. You know, so there's there the, the differences are so subtle in my eyes that there's no need for a different class. Yeah. So just uh, as far as the mechanics of operating the gun, I mean, that's really the big the big difference there. Well, look at it like this. When I have um, a left-handed student in class, like w- all of our demos, we do uh, right hand and left hand. Mm-hmm. And so there's no difference now. When I do a demo, I do it right and left hand with an AR and an AK. Like, you know, and if somebody brings something stupid to class like a scar or something like that, I'd show them how to use that piece of shit, too. <laughs> People are like, why do you hate scars? I'm like, why do you play video games? <laughs> That's the only reason Scar exists, man, is video games. My, my grandkids <laughs> said, the best the best gun in um, Fortnite's a Scar. I'm like, no, it's not. He said, yes, it is. I'm like, man, this is bullshit. Yeah, unrealistic. Yeah, they, don't, they don't know the real world. <laughs> video game fantasy. So um, we talked about in this nine-part series, um, or this 12-part series we're part nine now, we've talked history of the AK. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that you guys, uh, you and Sonny Pazikas, put on a course. It was called Cold War Hot Range, mm-hmm. uh, which it, it implemented the history of not only the AR, but also the AK. So you told the history behind each of the, the firearms and then went out on the range and did the training with both of them. Basically, we just hacked on each other for two days. Which and, was awesome. And I don't even know that we did any shooting, but, but everybody seemed to enjoy it. So, Yeah, it was a great class. And there was shooting going on. Yeah, you guys you guys did some training. But I thought that was, a, that was an awesome way for someone who's just getting into maybe the AK to take that, that course. Because a lot of people are always, the question is, why... Uh, is the AR better than the AK? Or why would you pick this one over that one? You know, there's always this versus that. Right. Kind of. That's that's the very American thing to do. You know, it's one of, it, you know, one's got to be the one's got to be better. You know, and, and, and I try to tell people they're just different tools. You know, like they, they both do what they do, uh, but they're just different tools. There's not a big deal. It's just a matter of personal preference kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's like it, it just it's what's cool to people, you know, what's cool looking or, you know, has no basis in any of the kind of reality. I mean, they don't they don't actually like they might have it for home defense, but they've never had any training. So, <laughs> you know, it's sitting there in the drawer right. like, you know, like that handgun they never used. Right. Um, but that's what we harp on the show is get training. You know, if you own a firearm, you want to have your concealed carry license. You know, part of that is get training. You know, and you guys offer all kinds of training. So with the rifle in specific, talk about what uh, a student will go through in your course. So let's just talk about. I didn't. I didn't say that there was not a difference between the two. I said it's a, there's a, there's subtle differences. Sure. And. And so if we look at the the five things that we do to 
a gun, we load it, we reload it, type one, two, three malfunction. Um, those things change mildly because the AR-15 has a magazine that you push straight in, and the AK has a, a magazine that has a lever, and it's uh, a hook on the front, and it's levered into place. So one rocks into place, one goes straight into place, and think there are subtle differences in the two. Like on a, if you're going to do a tap and rack on an AR-15, you hit the bottom of the magazine, but on an AK, you hit the front of the magazine. So there are subtle differences, but... You know, well, the so. mechanic, what we're talking about, the mechanics are going to be different, and you need to learn the weapon that you're going to be using. Mm-hmm. So, with the AK, like you said, you know, those are the different things. If you've been running AR all your life, you're not going to be able to, you know, run, you just like that, run to, yeah, run you, to can't, you, can't, you can't run them the same way. Yeah. So, you, you need to take a, a training course and learn how to do that. Well, or you can just watch a bunch of YouTube videos. Is that what? what most, <laughs> just watching videos? That's what most people. It's, it's funny because people. Osmosis. So people come, you know, and they say, man, I've been watching your videos for years. And I come to a class and I, I learned a ton of stuff in the first 15 minutes. I'm like, yeah, there's only so much you can really do on a video. You know, I like the guys that think they can build rifles, build AR-15s based on YouTube videos. And then they come to class and their rifles rattle apart like old Harleys <laughs> rattle into pieces. Little rattle boxes. Oh, I like, oh, I've built five. Well, what have you done with them? Because if it's like a ship in a bottle, well, that ship's never floated before. All right. Uh, you know, be aware. And and luckily, there's not too much of the garage-built AK stuff going on because that's a nightmare because you got to, you know, mash those pins in. I was telling you at lunch, like the, the, the leaded pins are different than the other pins in the gun. And, like, people don't know that stuff. Man. Man, they can make a mess. Talk a, talk about that, because um, I thought that was very interesting. That I don't think we've really talked about on the show before. So. Well, when you when you look at an AK, it's got these pins through it. If it's a if it's a, um, stamp. a stamp gun, yeah. it's got these pins through it, and you you look at the pin. Is the pin nicely formed? Is it all the way against? Like, is there a gap between the head of the pin um, and the gun and things like that? And then the 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 pins that go through the trunnion are leaded. They have a, a lead mixture in them, and uh, I think it's two percent. Uh, and they do that, so these are somewhat flexible. Uh, so if you put the steel rivets up here, uh, that's that causes a problem. And Not going to get the flexibility that's well, supposed to have. What Americans do is they put bolts through there in the garage builds, and because we're American, we get the grade eight bolts. <laughs> You know, the, the hardest ones there are. Right. And then, then it causes catastrophe and stuff like that. That's been one of the big questions from our listeners is, how can I tell a good quality AK, you know, from maybe one that, that's not as good? Yeah, start looking at the rivets. That's the first thing on the outside before you ever consider anything is is look at the rivets. Because if they can't get that part right, they didn't get anything else right. Yeah. And... um. There's just subtle differences like I tell guys with AR-15s to carry a spare bolt. And people with AKs like, oh, where do I carry a spare bolt? And I'm like, you don't. And they're like, what? Yeah, I've never seen an AK bolt broken ever, ever in my life. They're pretty solid. And besides yeah. that, you can't just drop in a bolt like you can with an AR-15 because the the head spacing is set with the trunnion. Like they have to move the barrel in or out to set it with that. And so it's with the, you know, so it's, it's, it's different. That's one of the ways that it's different. Um, but still, uh, 
you don't need a spare bolt. I mean, if you break an AK bolt, just give up because it's, like, it's like it's like you broke a bowling ball. You know, it's like you're Hercules. Yeah, how did you do that? You don't like, need a gun if you can do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're Superman. So uh, another area of discussion that uh, brings up a lot of questions um, is the ammo and ballistics. Okay, first off. <laughs> Do you know why that? Do you no, know? Do you I was going to ask you that. <laughs> that was going to be my no, question. No, go ahead. Do it. Uh, so, do it. Uh, so, one of the big questions is why is the AK ammo made with steel? Because communism sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking commie bastards. Um, the thing is, you know, a lot of the Russian ammo comes in the, the tins. And right. I always, when I go get that, that can opener and I, before I puncture it, I tell everybody, stand back. <laughs> because <laughs> look at what's going to happen. Well, if it was mashed in there in, in 19, you know, 67 or whatever, you, that's that's communist air in that can. <laughs> you get and, contaminated. Yeah, I don't want to, like, I hold my breath and puncture the thing and I'll walk outside. Wear the hazmat suit. Yeah. I don't want to, because you can just, one time I got a lung just full It smells of communism. I know. I just I felt so oppressed. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And then it wore off, and I was like, what, what happened? And it was that, that goddamn communist there. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> so when it comes to ammo, what's a good a good brand that people need to be looking or qualities in ammo that they need to be looking for? In, for gen their, in general, what I tell people is American ammo for American guns and commie ammo for commie guns. And, um, and there's been different runs of ammo in the past that have had, had problems. But in general, like... Most of the stuff that you can buy, it all seems to, it all seems to be seems fine. To run, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, you know, that's one of the beautiful things about the AK is that it just runs. Well, yeah. It, well, it, well. Here's the thing: when AK runs, it runs, and when it doesn't, it's got to go somewhere to get fixed. And AR, it runs, and when it doesn't, it doesn't. I can fix it on the back of my truck tailgate. I fixed a bunch of them there. Yeah. So that's that's another difference is when an AK doesn't run, you there's nothing you can do about it. Like it's got to go somewhere to get worked on. So you just bring a spare. <laughs> so well, spare parts bring a spare AK. Right? They, they don't break a lot, but when they do, they're broken all they're the way. Broke. So let's go. Let's go to our list or our listeners' questions here. I'm going to go to Facebook. Uh, and let's see. Jason Edgar says, what is your earliest memory of the AK platform? Well, first off, it's an AK or an AK rifle. So well, we're, it's, it's, we're educating. A platform is something you stand on. A, a weapon platform is something like a, a carrier. <laughs> but uh, anyway. I'll rephrase this question. AK rifle. No, it's just, uh, just joking. Right? It's one of my little pet peeves. You know? It's like one of my, one of my other pet peeves uh, is when people uh, pull their car up to their mailbox to check their fucking mail <laughs> instead of getting out of their fucking car to check their mail. It's one of my pet peeves. I'm sorry. I got I got some, and that's, that's one of them. Um, but um, what the fuck was the question? So what is your <laughs> earliest memory of the AK rifle? Well, I'll say this. I mean, I've, I've known AKs my whole life. I mean, seen them in movies and stuff like that. But in 1989, I bought a SKS, a 30-round mag, and a 1,440-round case of Chinese steel core ammo for $195. Holy cow. And I felt like I got butt-fucked. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Can I say butt-fuck on your podcast? Sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that guy's fucking ripped me off. 
Um, but uh, then, and while it's not an AK, that was like my first center fire. Like I put thirty rounds in it, and duck, 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 you know, like you know, center, you know, mag fed center fire rifle. Um, you know, I, I just uh, remember I had you know different relatives in the military and stuff like that and there was never a fondness for AKs I mean you talk to Vietnam vets and stuff and Man, there's a bunch of old Vietnam vets that I grew up around, like in the, in the 70s and 80s. If you'd have walked up with an AK, that'd have just punched you in your mouth. <laughs> like really, I mean, like like I really. That's that's the stories I've been getting from. Uh, you know, we had Jim Fuller on the show. He was like the same way. He's like, you know, everybody would get chastised if they showed up with an AK. Yep, absolutely. But other than that, you know, the other part that I told about being an instructor and they, you know, in the 90s and how rare it was and. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. The you know, big thing for me was like got to Iraq. You know, I, you go to the range, and like one of the things I saw at the range, it was just so odd to me. There was a dude from a security co- company with a a truck bed piled to the top, like a, a just a heap of AKs on the back of this truck, and I like I knew that on his way there, some fell off. Right. right. I mean, is that packed? Yeah, yeah. And he gets them out and he puts a mag in it and it, it shoots or it doesn't. And he's got two piles. So Good he's one's bad throwing one. one here, throwing one there. And then when he finishes, when he empties the truck bed, he throws the ones that worked back into the bed of the truck and drives away, leaving the other ones that didn't work. <laughs> he just left it there on the range. <laughs> yeah. I, and I was, just, I was watching this happen. I was like, the fuck am I seeing here? Like, <laughs> did you want to go over there and ask you what the hell? No, going no, here? no. I, I, you could see what was going on, right? And then it, I don't know. It just is funny. And then people would ask me, "Were the AKs over there full auto?" I'm like, yes, they're full auto everywhere except <laughs> here. Except here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, your time over there mm-hmm. with the AKs, uh-huh. were you running the AR? I'm sure you were running the AR yeah, at the we, time. We ran a little bit of everything. At first, we didn't have ARs and stuff like that uh, because of the arms embargo, and our mm. company had to go through Makes stuff. Sense. But we eventually got ARs and and uh, 249s and 240s, but there for a long time, we rocked uh, AKs and RPKs, RPDs and PKMs. Is that kind of your first full... You know, dive into the AK was your time over there. Um, well, let's just say that if we're talking in the context of like dating, maybe I fingered the AK before I went over. <laughs> but we got in bed when I got the bag. <laughs> Y'all were close, Y'all were tight. <laughs> you knew them intimately. Which uh, speaking of that, which which was your favorite rifle of those? The variations uh, R- R- of those? RPK. The RPK. I had one particular RPK over there that when you it was milled when you when you ran you know I cleaned it up perfect when you ran it it was like it was on ball bearings it would shoot a fucking one hole group at twenty five like fucking like one hole I was like this is the motherfucker right here that was it yeah now do you have RPKs here yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not that one though. Not that one. Would you like to have that one? Back <laughs> I'd like to have, have that one. Yeah, back? I'd love to have that one. Yeah, and 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 even if it wasn't full auto, I mean, just sure. Yeah. You know. Do you know where it was from? No, I never. I never looked. I never. Really? I, you know, it's like I hate to be cliche. Like I only knew the sound it made when it killed people. But <laughs> like I don't. I, I never was an AK fag. Like you know, like yeah, you didn't get into it that much. Like when you like, handed me this one, I, you know, I I knew I was supposed to ask. I saw a crescent on the side that probably five thousand people could identify the crescent on the side of this AK, but I didn't know what it, it was. was. Yeah, you know, but That's uh, cool. but no, it was it was, it was neat stuff. I wrote. Uh, 
Akumushkala on the side of the uh, gun. And, that and what does that mean? Much trouble. Much trouble. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. Do you have that tattooed? No. You should get that tattooed, man. That would be an awesome one. See, Nuffy Wrangle, he's one of our listeners, one of our top fans. He says, what AK does Mr. Jaeger think is a good one to buy as an entry AK? So for somebody just getting into the AKs. Well, that's the thing is like, like, like there's there's no entry AK. There's either one that I recommend or I don't. It's a pass fail. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's 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 pass fail. Um, there's a bunch of good stuff being made. You don't just get your feet wet with AKs. You just. Well, I mean, it's like with any gun. I'm uh, here's the thing. Here's my thing. Let's talk about motorcycles for a minute. There's this fucking myth in the motorcycle world that your first bike has got to be some little bitty fucking motorcycle, like a 250cc bike. Right. And I'm like, that's a waste of money. Buy the fucking bike you want. Now, my with the caveat, I always tell people, go take a motorcycle rider class before you buy a bike. But after that, buy the bike you want. People are like, you're going to get somebody killed. You can die on a 250. You're not going to get them killed. <laughs> you can, But you can die on a 250 just like you can a 2000. Right. You know? It's got that thing on the side that makes it go fast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You choose how fast or how much you want. Right? So so my thing is, you know, buy buy the gun, the right gun the first time. And and what I would tell that guy is there's a there's a there's a, there's a bunch of people making good stuff. I've never seen um this uh, Pioneer Arms, I'd never seen one of these. As far as I know, I might have and didn't look at it. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen one of these before. But I'm telling you, this is a good-looking gun. And and not that that matters, but it does. Because <laughs> if the if it doesn't, if the rivets aren't clean and the fit's not good, it's not going to work. And I don't care what people say. And um, so how much have you shot a Pioneer Arms? I have not shot a lot. I've probably put maybe 500 rounds mm-hmm. through that one. I've got another one also. You've, put, you've shot this one? Yeah. Because I said when, when I was fucking with it earlier that nobody had ever shot this gun before. Yeah. I, it didn't look like it had been shot. I'm not, I'm not calling right. you a liar. I'm just saying yeah. I'm impressed. It doesn't look like it. I cleaned it. <laughs> no, but still, but there's Thanks. usually more wear on edges and parts and stuff like that. Yeah. I haven't had any issues with them you know, so far. Everything's the, been great. The other, the shot other. A, plethora of different ammo through it and uh for you guys watching there there's a model available with a 1913 rail back here yeah and um and the other ones got a stock on it and stuff so they got one that's called a sporter sporter version it's the full size 16 inch got the the stock so mm-hmm. they send those in with just a, a two by four yeah right the stock yeah and they do all the, the yeah. 922r compliance yeah. stuff silly shit on the yeah we did a whole episode on that too so um, our, our listeners are well f- versed in the 922R compliance now. So this, like this Pioneer Arms comes out of Poland and uh, like I am, I, I've never seen a gun that came from Eastern Bloc or former Eastern Bloc country that didn't work. So just with the history of the Polish AKs I have shot and the way this one looks, I think, I think you'd be fine buying one of these. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, like you said, there's a variety of, of AKs out there. What uh, what do you personally use yourself? What's your go-to AK? Man, I've got I got some from everybody. I mean, I, I literally do. Um, In your pile of AKs, which one would you grab if the shit hit the fan right now? Man, everybody is always trying to narrow me down to shit like it. that. I know. Paint. And, Nobody and, paints baby in a corner. Come on. Well, it's it's like it's it's not like that. I mean, like like you know, I got a Barrett uh, AR in my 
truck. I've got a SIG AR by my desk. I've got a Midwest <laughs> Industries, you know, like, and I, you know, I, stuff. Again, the one you've got is the one you the, pa- use. Pass fail. It's just pass fail. I mean, I've got a bunch of AKs. I mean, like, let me ask you this. Do you prefer uh, the synthetic over the wood? Yeah, absolutely. The wood stocks break all the time. I mean, the, the laminated stocks break less, but the wood stocks break all the time. Yeah. That'll help a little bit, I guess. We'll, that's as far as the corner will paint you in, his, oh, his dude, furniture. I mean, How about that? No, it's, no, dude. I mean, listen. What about accessories? What kind of accessories do you like to run on your AKs? Well, a rifle should have a, a dot sight, if possible, a light, and a sling. And that's it's kind of every rifle I got that I might pick up and fight with has got those things on it. What about brakes? I mean, um, every rifle should have a brake on it because the brake is the sacrificial lamb for the muzzle. And uh, we do a lot of classes, like our contractor classes, where guys are doing stuff and the muzzle jams into the dirt or mud or gravel and picks up a pebble or some mud. Then when you shoot it, the brake will will break uh, into pieces or split or whatever the case may be. But that saves the barrel from getting plugged and the barrel getting split. So every every muzzle should have a brake on it. And sometimes people want to know this or that. But if it's a little bitty short gun, I like the blast cans that, <laughs> that put the sound out the front the most. Uh, I like the Midwest uh, two-port comps on, on longer guns. and um, But there's a, lot of, there's a lot of good brakes out there. Yeah. So, Nick McNish, that's uh, answering your question there. Uh, suppressors is another thing that comes out. Yeah, those are silencers. Yeah, those silencers. Silencers uh, is another one that people ask about a lot in uh, silencing the AK-47. What's- Man, um, I know that um, all the people like uh, – like at Occam's Defense, if you guys want to check those guys out, if you're into AKs, you should check those guys out. Brian Keeney been on the show many times. Yeah, he's a good dude. Um, but, uh, um, but uh, what the fuck were we talking about? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Occam's Defense is great. For no, no, what were we talking about? What were question? Suppressors. Oh, okay. Silencers. So Brian, Brian, Silencers. no, Brian is a fan of that. Um, it's called a Wolverine or something, or it's something. It's got to, sounds like it's got to do with. I think it is Wolverine. I think it's what, Badger. It's not Badger. No, no, it's like something from. <laughs> is it Dead Air Silence? Yeah, silencers. Yeah. yeah, Dead Air Silencers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know the the guys I know that have AKs that have cans on them. That's what's on them. I was talking to a guy from Rugged Suppressors the other day, mm-hmm. and he was even recommending for the AK forty seven the Dead Air Silence. Yeah, that's that's called integrity. Yeah, <laughs> who was that? What company? Uh, Rugged Suppression. Okay, I remember that. Yeah, that's that that's called integrity. Yeah, he's, he's a good <laughs> dude. Um, so suppressor wise, uh, short cans, long cans. Ah, uh, uh, dude. I mean, like, first off, I'd ask people why they're getting it, because uh, that matters. Yeah. Um, you know, to look cool or whatever, I get it. I mean, I like shit that looks cool, but in general, like the reason I want all the dudes on my team to have cans is so our shit sounds different than the other guy's shit. So you can tell them apart. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, um, it, but cans are kind of like buying body armor. So how quiet do you want it, and how light do you want it? Because those things don't always coexist. Yeah, I mean, again, it's your your use too. Are you going to be in a vehicle? You're going to be, you know, out running, mm-hmm. 
outside the vehicle because you want the compactness if you're inside. I will tell you that if you can afford it, put a can on your home defense gun. Like that's that's a big thing. You you light off you light off a rifle in a hallway and you will be all the way deaf instantly. Right. You're not gonna have a chance to grab your ear pro. Well, I mean, I have electronic ear pro on my home defense guns. Like I have a set that's there. Right. And but I have cans on everything. You know, I've been, dude. I've been in buildings when guns went off. They are so loud, right? They're Especially so in AK, yeah, it's even louder. So I don't think we answered the ammo question as far as a good when looking for ammo. What are you looking for, man? Buy it cheap, stag it deep. <laughs> like m- my thing is no reloads, and I know people don't typically reload AK ammo, but yeah. but no reloads. Another thing on ammo, people keep saying, why can't they make an American, why can't America make an AK ammo? Well, dude, you're you're buying stuff at scrap metal prices. And um, like, uh, if, uh, if you want to know what American AK ammo would cost, look at 300 blackout, because it's about, you know, 125 grain bullet, mm-hmm. about the same size case. Right. Because we're talking about metals, brass, copper, lead, and that's about what it would cost. Is about what three hundred blackout would cost, yeah. and and AK ammo should not be made out of brass. It's probably I'm not saying it can't work, but like the AK rips that case out, like you know, like Ike Turner, <laughs> and uh, it's not gentle, and it might just when everything's working properly, it might just rip the case head off. Like it, it brass might be. Too subtle for an AK. For an AK, yeah, makes sense. It was. It wasn't designed for the brass <coughs> round where the right. AR was was designed for that. Let's see. Let's go to our questions here. We've got um, Nicaroni. <laughs> Nicaroni says, "What's the most common AK malfunction you have in your classes?" The operator. <laughs> I mean, that's it's, it's it. true. Like, yeah. like fucking up a reload or you know something like that, but. Uh, I, you know, when we did the two um, Cold War hot range classes, uh, the only guns that malfunctioned were the AKs in those two classes. Really? Yeah. In the first class, there was three malfunctions, and they were all three AKs. And in the second class, there were two malfunctions, and they were both AKs. And were those attributed to the operator? I can't, I can't remember, but I remember making fun of them. <laughs> you would do that anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> do you have any questions from our, our live audience? Man, they're talking all kinds of shit. What, 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 what kind of smack are they talking? <laughs> well, um, just a lot of, lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, what's up, what's up people? Um, a lot of people commenting on different ammos, golden tiger and stuff like that. And okay. We'll read some of what they're, uh, they're saying they use golden tiger. What do you guys, what are you guys shooting out there? Uh, Golden Tiger Wolf, I, Tola. I've shot a shitload of the fucking, I've shot a shitload of the Red Army Standard, and it works good. And they and, and Red Army Standard's got a bullet that's internally um, scored uh-huh. that's supposed to open like a hollow point. Really, I, I I haven't shot it in jail or anything like that, but that's that's what they're telling me. Okay, and that's from Century Arms, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I've heard that's pretty good ammo. I've, I've, had a I've, sh- to try I've shot a bunch of it. What are they saying? They're a bunch of retards. <laughs> a bunch of retards. <laughs> They're asking questions that have nothing to do with AKs. What are they asking questions about? This is the AK corner, guys. We're talking AKs here. <laughs> What's up, Hot Crazy Matrix? He's on here. Oh, yeah. What's up, Big D? Tell him Lefty says hey. Le- well, I think he probably heard Lefty says hey. Um, I got to get him back on here. It's been a minute since we've had him on. We need to talk legal stuff. <laughs> 
People love that when he talked that last time. Yeah, he, he does a pretty good job. He's pretty entertaining. Let's uh, see. So, uh, do you ha- what problems do you have with home built AR-15s? Like all that shit. Like, pe- like what gets me is the fact that people think they know how to build an AR-15 because other people told them that they can do it, and those people are full of shit too. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like, dude, check your references, guys. There is not a class that goes by that people show up with home built guns that I don't fix on the back of my truck. I'm not saying everyone, but such a large percentage makes me go, man, because one guy go, well, you can build one. I've built five. Yeah, you built it. And what did you do with it? Like, they're not testing these guns. They're not getting them hot. They're just sitting there for window candy. Well, eye candy. Uh, Casey Loftus says he shoots the Fiocchi seven six two thirty nine. I haven't, I haven't even shot that yet. I haven't even tried it yet. Um, I think that's that's most of the questions I've got so far. So Hot Crazy Matrix says best off the shelf AK. Man, I don't know off the shelf. Yeah, I don't know off the hook. I mean, Arsenal does a good job with their stuff. I mean, I guess. Um, you know, like Pioneer Arms looks great. I don't have a history with them, but I've got some. There's some Arsenal guns that I've got that have been great. And uh, and uh, I've never I've never shot an Arsenal. Haven't shot one of those yet, but I've heard they're really good. It's like an AK. It's kind of like an AK. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Arsenal AK. So hot crazy matrix. I guess I'm gonna have to say. I guess I'm gonna, as far as what I know about, I guess I'm gonna have to say Arsenal. <clears throat> so, do you want to get into the uh, the Vishka? What, what is your question? Um, I know that there was some a test that you guys. I don't know the specific. I just heard that there was a test that you did, and there were some issues. But uh, I think well, you since here's the thing. It. Here's the thing is that there's a whole bunch of people that are ready to hate it, no matter what you do or say. And I've tried sticking up for that company and that gun and stuff like that and and like it was just like they were mad at me and the the haters were mad at me and I was just like for what no they're, they're, they're yeah. not a, they're not a channel sponsor no matter what anybody thinks they they're not a channel sponsor and I'm like why am I taking this beating for two groups of people that don't give a <laughs> shit about me right so I just bowed out of it I got you well I've got one and I've you know again I've probably put about five six hundred rounds through it Nothing like you guys were doing on on your thing, dude. But. Dude, they they have a lifetime warranty, and I and I know if you're using something to depend, you know, to, to fight for your life, and it breaks, a lifetime warranty is no good. I've made that point myself. Yeah, but I mean, they have to have some level of confidence in a product. They've never they've never given anything a lifetime warranty. That company hasn't really. Yeah, and so I'm like. And they got to have some amount of faith in it to give it a lifetime. So warranty. they put a lifetime warranty on the Vishka. Yeah, nice. Um, speaking of the Pioneer Arms, they offer one also on theirs. Lifetime warranty. Okay, cool. Yeah, full full warranty. Break it, send it back. They'll give you another one. Nice. So, um, yeah, enough about the the Sentry. I like Sentry. I've got a couple of their other rifles. Got no issues. One, one of the guys them. on here, um, Brand Brandick, says Chinese AKs fuck the world. Yeah, man. I wish we could get them. <laughs> I mean, dude, the Polytex back in the nineties. I wish I'd have had the money to buy some of those things. I mean, now the Chinese built fantastic guns. Oh, and by the way, I've got a uh, socket that goes out to Brian. Um, and who else was on that episode? Uh, there are top folder AKs. They exist in Korea. So, okay. So suck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All righty then. Uh, they exist where? 
In Korea, North Korea, North Korea. Yeah, then they don't exist. You're, yeah. you're. No, you suck. There's it. pictures. You they're, suck. They're it, there. There. Yeah. There's also pictures of people eating practical. food. There are people pictures of people yeah, eating food in, in North, North Korea. Korea. <laughs> 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 they're not. But yes, it's like the unicorn. It, it's there. It's there. Um. So that's another thing that people are talking about are butt stocks. The mm-hmm. stocks. Mm-hmm. What's your we makes a good man, folding. The, the Chinese folder was really nice. It was. It was like a shovel handle, but it was really nice. Uh, the 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 best one is the, I think they call it the AK one hundred stock, the fixed stock that folds. Uh-huh. That's what I've got on my arsenal gun. I think that's the best folder. I'll say this in general: don't get a folder if you unless you have to have a fo- guys get them just to look cool. Like, and don't put more parts on your gun. Um, the the Magpul AK folder. Uh, if you fold that thing in and out. A bunch like it'll just quit locking yeah. so i've got that one on that rifle yeah. <clears throat> it just it, it'll, it'll, it just has a point where the latch wears and it won't lock anymore yeah you know the uh the triangle folders are are okay that's that's what's on my cranks and we're going to talk about crank offs a little oh yeah the, yeah. the, the russians um the Russians don't call it a crank off. The Russians call it suchka, and that means the little bitch. <laughs> um, they think that the name crank off, because that's kind of a name in Russia, kind of like Smith, you know? Mm-hmm. They think that it was probably some Afghan war soldier got killed named Krinkov who had the suchka, and they just... They read his name tag, and that's what they that's called. That's what they called it. That's that's the only thing that the Russians can figure out how. So they have no idea. They never called it that. Yeah, they don't. They don't know why. We, they don't know why we call it that. Because <laughs> I guess we heard about it. <coughs> so yeah. you're saying the sushka means Such, little bitch. Suchka. Suchka mm-hmm. means little bitch. Yeah. Okay. And why did they call it that? Did they? Did you get a? <laughs> it's a little bitch. That's it's why. A, it's like a it's fucking a, little chainsaw. Because it's so loud. <laughs> Dude, I got I got two cranks. I fucking love those things, man. So okay, so if you had to ask me if I had to have one AK, it'd be, it'd be one of my cranks. Boom, we got him narrowed down. <laughs> <laughs> not 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 really good to fight with though, but those they they are my favorite though. They're scary as hell when you hear them go off. That's for sure. Yeah, they're badass. People take notice. Suchka. So, try, trying to sound like a Russian. Suchka. So, tell us when your your next rifle class is coming up and where people can go and no, I don't ever do that and do all that. No, I don't. You got a website for that? I don't. But you even said it earlier. I don't ever say my website because I don't want stupid people coming to my classes. Okay, it's like a, it's like so a, it's like an IQ non-stupid test. Non-stupid people go to his. It's website. like a, it's like an IQ test. If. Uh, if they can find me, they can train with me. But if I but if I have to give them too many breadcrumbs to get here, I don't want them here. Well, you're talking to the leadheads right now, so like, like they're that, they're not stupid. That's my point. Is that's who I want. over there? <laughs> you're hiding behind. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Did they have any more questions on your your Instagram? Man, line? they're retarded. Well, I think it's time that we we give away a, a Pioneer Arms Corps help up. Okay, so that's called a help up. Oh, help up! I like it. Yeah, so almost this, like little bitch, but so, it's okay. Hold on. Uh, attention, <laughs> attention, class, attention, class. We're gonna give this thing away. <clears throat> so, uh, for your people that are are watching there, they're probably asking, "How do we get involved with this?" Well, you just listen to the show, and it's all about participating on social media, your Facebook, your Instagram. Uh, liking, sharing, commenting, interacting with the other people. And I just go through and I look and I see who's doing the most of that each month. 
and then we just pick a winner from there. So there's three more opportunities to win after this, right? After this, there's three more okay. uh, that that we have scheduled. There could be more, but there's at least three. Yeah, there's at least three. Okay, so at least three more. So if you want, if and you we want, have given away a sporter also. If you want to win one of these things, and it'll have the back. The, <laughs> it'll be complete. Uh, it won't. It won't have that. It'll have. Uh, I've got that magazine over here. I'll show which one it comes with. But um, and so they go sign up for your social media stuff and so so f- follow us on Instagram, Facebook, subscribe to the podcast. I mean, you got to be a listener. Uh, that's how. You, that's the first step you got to take. You got to listen to the podcast because that's where I tell you what all you got to do, and that's where I announce winners. And I don't contact you. You got to contact me. So you won't know you win unless you listen to the show. And um, and I'll say this. If he calls out somebody's name that's one of my people, like you're on my Facebook page and stuff like that, I'll throw in a fighting rifle class. Nice. There you go. And I don't I don't know if these people are your your followers or not, so well, we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So I've got it narrowed down to two. And it's uh, Disruptive Tactic Inc. and Tandem Dooley. And I'm going to pick, let's see, we got to do this randomly. What's a good random way to do this? Let me just pick from their names. Let's see. What were the names again? Uh, Tandem Dooley. Okay. And uh, Disruptive Tactic Inks. Ink. Uh, yeah. Disruptive Tactic, he should leave the ink off. Because you see people do it all the time. They'll say such and such LLC or whatever. You don't use that as your official title. Right. So that guy, so we should He's give out. it. So we go with Tandem Dooley? Tandem Dooley. And even though that's pretty dumb, it's not as dumb <laughs> as. <laughs> I think that's because it's him and his wife, Tandem. There's two. I don't know. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, so, Mr. Dooley, uh, per James Yeager, you are the winner of, of the next Pioneer Arms Corps, AK Help Up. So get in touch with me, you know, send me an email, talking at gmail.com, and uh, we'll get Schwell to hook you up with that. All right, Disruptive Tactics, Inc. You still got chance. If you'll take the ink off, I'll give you a fighting pistol class. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) Everybody's a winner. I bet bet he'd be willing to do that, too. (laughs) It's just small business advice, man. All right, exactly. All right, guys. So, uh, great episode, man. Thank you so much. I mean, it's full of information. Was there anything that you wanted to get out to our listeners that maybe we didn't cover? Um, Something important about the AK, maybe. That- I'm going to just say this. Buying guitars doesn't make you a musician. If you've got a rifle, you don't know how to fight with it until somebody else tells you you can fight with it. Go get some training. You don't have to train with me. But go get some training, and you don't realize how much more you will love that gun when you and that gun share an experience like a real training class. And and one other thing I forgot, and we'll give this to one of you. Are you still on here? No. Okay. We'll go back and randomly pick somebody. Uh, Occam Defense is giving away some Occam Defense swag as well, and uh, we'll let James pick a winner for that from one of his his crew so uh how do i do that you just the people that were on there who do you remember that oh was shit on i don't remember <laughs> i turned it off um dana was on there okay hot crazy matrix hot crazy matrix you are the winner of whatever brian is giving away i don't know what he's giving away <laughs> so we don't know anything you, it, you could be getting a case of the clap you you could be getting a copy of your own video <laughs> <laughs> from from Brian. I think it's a banner, some kind of big Occam defense 
nice banner or something like that. So, uh, Dana, I'll get in touch with you because you probably don't listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make sure you get that banner. But James, thank you so much for taking the time to be on. Yeah, man. The fun. Talking Lead AK Corner, presented by Pioneer Arms Corps, coming to you once a month. This is part nine, so we only got three more left. Three more opportunities to win an AK and maybe some other shit. Uh, somebody won uh, Disruptive Tactic Inks. If you change your name, you're going to get a, a, <laughs> a course from James. So shoot me an email, and we'll try to make that happen. James, uh, until next time. Yeah, man. It was fun. Guys, go watch his uh, Well, you don't have YouTube. You still doing YouTube? <laughs> Let's talk about that real quick. Yeah, I'm on YouTube, man. What the hell's wrong with you? Well, you started your own thing, man. Yeah, I know. The Liberty I'm TV. All, I'm all over the fucking place. So talk about Liberty TV. Give it a plug. No. Nope. IT guy, give it a plug. Nope. If they're too stupid to find my shit, I don't want them on it. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. So you go to Liberty TV. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Mm-hmm. That's James's new... New video thing he does. <laughs> and he's got a podcast, too. So you want to listen to his podcast. It's Tactical Response. And let him know you're leadhead. <laughs> <laughs> That's him slapping the help up back together. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next episode.